This is exactly right. I'm Barbara Gray, and I think I would understand Polyamory Marie more if I could find even one person I wanted to be with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey, and entirely too many people have heard me say, oh, hell yeah, when a handicap stall is open. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and FYI, sugar and caffeine actually make you feel amazing. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Hi, everybody, <laughs> welcome to Lady to Lady. Man, uh, we've got a really good show. Yeah, today. it's exciting. We are uh, not in the glam cave. No. Not in the glam cave. We're no. on location. We're in a glam cave. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. Not, not our east side glam cave. <laughs> a little bit of an upgrade yeah. from our Yeah, from ours. it up notch. It's a beautiful day uh, yeah. in sunny Malibu, California. We are living the life. We're so excited. Yeah, we're so excited to have our guest on. Uh, she's an incredible director. She's done a million music videos and amazing movies. Uh, Billy Madison, Half Baked, Crossroads, the Britney movie. We're so excited to have her on the show. Love Tamara it. Davis. Hi. How are yeah. you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. We're good. We're excited to be here. Beautiful drive to get here. You live down the street from the, the Malibu trailer park. I do. Well, there's a, there's two trailer parks. There's I, Paradise Cove and yeah. Point Doom. Okay, I, I saw. I saw. I tried to pee at Paradise Cove, and they did uh, not let me. No, <laughs> you have you have to find a private home to pee. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm, that should be on the Malibu sign. Malibu, you have to find a private <laughs> home. <laughs> not customers only, residents only. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, yeah. I live in a trailer park on the east side, so I'm always like, oh, I, I have solidarity every time I see one. Really? Because yeah. I bought I bought a place in the Point Doom Club, and then yeah? I tried to, I had to buy my mom a place, and the only place I could find her is in another trailer home park, Seminole Springs in Canaan. Whoa. And I'm like super thumbs up on the trailer home park. I love it. I think it's like one of the best mm-hmm. housing solutions. It makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And it's like neighborhoody. I mm-hmm. really like it. Yeah. We had a potluck, like a, a trailer park potluck like three months ago for the very first time. And yeah. I've never done anything like that in LA before. I know. You know, just like, oh, hey, neighbors, show me your cuisines. This yeah. is fun. <laughs> because it's the communal. Show me your cuisines. Show me your cuisines. <laughs> well, because our, 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 our trailer park is like aggressively diverse. So yeah. it was amazing. So yeah. it was just like, it's a small world, like on a plate for dinner. It was amazing. Right. Yeah. Everyone brought their A game. It was cool. That's I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um well thanks for we're I mean, you're awesome. You're so I'm so excited to be here. You're like so <laughs> you know, you've de- you've had such an amazing career over like, you know, such a great Thank amount you. of time and uh you've been doing it so long. Like what is it like to direct like you directed some of the biggest like I like kind of like dude comedy quote unquote movies. I'm so grateful. You know, you never know when you're doing something, what, mm-hmm. what it's going to happen. And so you always just have to go with um, what you think is funny or what you like or, you know, because yeah. you just don't know. And I, I know I've been so lucky and grateful and I don't know. I just can't believe it either because I think also all those guys are, and girls that I've worked with, everyone's just, I don't know, they're doing so well like that they're all still in the – Zeitgeist and everything, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I just, I'm so grateful. Was that something? Because you've kind of really done a lot of comedy and music. As a yeah. really young person, were you interested in both, or was there one that you gravitated more towards? It's weird. I think that, like, I grew up in Southern California, in you know, Studio City, and my grandparents had a place in Hollywood, so I was, mm-hmm. you know, going to clubs and music. So music was definitely part of my life. But I didn't start out like I I was trying to make a feature and I had like I made music videos for the bands that I wanted on my soundtrack and my feature. I mean, like I was like super crafty about it. And I, you know, put together this my script and I went out to try to sell it. And immediately somebody bought the option on the script out from underneath me. So it was like, hello, Hollywood. They're not looking for a 22 year old girl to direct a feature film. And um, but the cool thing was, is the videos I had 
that I had on it, the record company called me and I thought maybe I got in trouble, but I went in and met with the president and they were like, how did you do this music video? And I was like, I used my film school equipment, my super eight from LACC. And, um, he's like, it's amazing. Here's like all this money to do it for another band. Can you give this band that same look? Cause I'd shot it in super eight and it was like yeah. that handheld, mm-hmm. you know, kind of grainy thing. So it was like really in the beginning. And so I don't know, for some reason I got into doing music videos at a time when, um, yeah, they weren't, it wasn't so like girls can't do music videos. Like mm-hmm. it, it was like an opened new artistic form. So it wasn't as like girls don't do that. Yeah. Right. Cause feature probably seemed, yeah. Crazy. Features was still like so big. Boys yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. Boys club. And you know, just there, it totally was normal for a boy coming out of school to be going on a meeting to direct their first feature, mm-hmm. but nobody was looking for a girl. And I don't just say like, I feel like things are, I do think like things are changing like this year, even as much mm-hmm. as any year, I feel like it's one of the best years for girls to do stuff. But, um, yeah, so, but yeah, in the early days though, it was definitely like, yeah, you just had so much, you had to really believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you feel like that's something you've always had is sort of confident in yourself as an artist? Yes. I have like a weird thing about that. And I think that it's, it's good. It's what's driven me, but I do have like a, like, or very confident streak in myself just that, that, and I'm happy, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not like a forceful person about it, but I really like, I, I'm like the person that if there's an earthquake, like find me, we're going to get out of the situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like get I you, just yeah. have that. And mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm sure it's because I grew up like kind of in an unstable environment. So I had to learn how to survive or it was the way I learned how to survive those mm-hmm. relation that situation. And, you know, other people might have cower, you know, people yeah. react to different things. And I think having that kind of loose, um, mm-hmm. that freedom, it allowed me to be so confident yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense because it's like if you uh, you weren't waiting for anyone to say yes to you before you could just do it, yeah. you learned to be self-sufficient young and you're like, well, I'm yeah. just going to create the thing that I want to see and then we'll see what happens from it. Yeah. 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 So I think it's like a survival thing that you, that your parents aren't going to be like, I had to really figure out how to, how to make it happen. And the only mm-hmm. person I could count on was myself. Yeah. And so in, and in those days, like it was that simple that I was like, wow, if I have an idea, I could just pick up a camera. And, um, and the fact that even now, like young girls could do that and make stories and stuff that, that, that the equipment and the technology and having all those people can't be the thing that stops you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, we all have that as doing, you know, comedy stuff, everything. Cause you don't really think about it. Cause people will be like, Oh, you're so brave or something. And you're like, not, I'm just doing what I want. I've always yeah. wanted. Yeah. It's always just right. I'm just doing it. Is I it brave know. for a shark to attack? No, yeah. it's just yeah. being a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, yeah, this is just yeah, what's driven. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. I think that that's, that's when you become what you're driven to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you think that at all, like that sort of personality type that you have, do you think that, lended itself to you gravitating towards directing? I don't know. I think that I started out wanting to be an actress because I thought that's what girls did in Mm -hmm. movies. And I grew up here in Hollywood and I thought, oh, that's what, like, I want to be in this business. And I loved watching movies and I thought that's what girls didn't. But then I, I have to say, like, I came out, like, I was in the early 80s in Hollywood, and that was brutal. It I'm was sure. like, there's... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it I was mean, as we're really, seeing all the stuff come yeah, out, come out now, like, yeah. it was really bad then. And so, and I just, as a young girl, I was like, this is crazy. Like, I don't, like, I felt like, in all honesty, I had to say this in my head. If I just slept with the guy and he gave me the part, that would be interesting. Like that's mm-hmm. a deal I could be interested in. Like mm-hmm. sleep with me, get the part. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but that's not the deal. No, the deal right. is like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if only, if you know? only. Yeah. I was like, no. The deal was like you have to be the girlfriend for like months, and maybe yeah. you get the part. Like maybe, I, maybe. And mm-hmm. I was like, this. It did not. I was like, this didn't work. And then I was grateful enough that somehow, because I was this pretty young girl in Hollywood, California, I actually took advantage of that. And they didn't mind having a young, pretty girl sitting next to them. So I got to sit and watch a lot of directors direct. Mm -hmm. And um, I was observing and they might have thought I was just this pretty young girl sitting there. But I was like, you know, like going as young girls often do. Oh my God, I'm so much smarter than this guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I can't believe the inefficiency or how, like, or wow, that's really interesting. And, uh-huh. you know, picking up tips, but, you know, feeling like I, this didn't seem so out of um, the ordinary or like out of my ability. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Well, those situations, it's like all, it's like, more, almost more valuable sometimes to see ways that you don't want to do stuff too. Yeah. Just to be like, oh, I'm going to watch somebody else make this mistake. Yeah. And, and see then just what not do doing. it myself. And then <laughs> yeah. since they think that you're just sitting there not paying attention or whatever, they don't know you're, you know, you yeah. surfing all of their. Yeah. 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 I know. I was like, I, I felt like the black girl in the Civil War dinner party. Like, whereas you're sitting there, they don't, they don't think you can even, you're paying attention at all because mm-hmm. you're just like against the wall. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're absorbing everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm spying. <laughs> I think sometimes that's we don't have a choice. Like that's just how yeah. society views pretty girls. Yeah. We have no control over that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think really it behooves us, and I think that a lot. It's like that has to be your secret weapon. Yeah, yeah. it has yeah. to. Be. That's that's just given to you. Like you have no other option. Either yeah. make that yeah. happen, or no one's gonna. Yeah, ever it's an take opportunity. You yeah, I wasn't gonna like whatever spike my hair and mm-hmm. do tattoos or something. I was like, well, this is yeah. what I want to do. But I also, I love that. And I, and I, and you also see, and I especially see that now that the vulnerability of young talent, mm-hmm. and that's something that I've always like really attra- been attracted to and also really protective over. And I've worked with like a lot of people on their first projects because they're very vulnerable at that time. And I understand that vulnerability and that in order for me to get the best authentic version of you, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be mm-hmm. open to showing me that person. And, um, and so I think that there is something that is, I understand about that, about opening yourself and being vulnerable and understanding like how to get that and the actor feeling like comfortable that they can do that with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the director's whole, that's so, what's so commendable about that. That's your whole yeah. job. I really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's funny with comedy, like I, in a weird way, as a girl, I felt that the whole thing with those comedians is they want to make a girl laugh. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, I feel like Adam Sandler (laughs) is like the epitome of that kind of like, well, or is he trying to make all the boys laugh? I don't know. Their their whole (laughs) goal is to make people laugh. And so if you could be directing a movie and that's what Adam is looking forward to is to look over there and making sure like you and Tim Hurley here is his Mm -hmm. best friends. If he's trying to make you guys laugh and you guys are just trying to hold on the whole time. Yeah. That's the goal. The goal is that. And even like the other day when I was like, I said, I worked on that TV show with little Esther with Mm -hmm. Esther and Benji um, the whole time that's all you're trying to get to is that place where the crew is trying to like they're stopping themselves from laughing like that has to happen while you're filming right do you come into a scene sort of knowing, okay, this is where I sort of see the really funny beats being, or is that something you discover sort of in the process of directing it? I think like sometimes, yes, in a script, you'll read it and you'll be like, oh my God, that's so funny. And, you know, and then, but I am always incredibly amazed at what happens when a real comedian does get the part, you know, like what they do, what they add to it. And it's, 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 it's really a talent. And I think that there's no mystery about if you're going to direct a comedy or you're going to make a comedy, you hire a comedian because there's, there's no way that you can make just a person funny. That's not a funny person. Like, you know, maybe a couple of good lines of dialogue and if they have timing and rhythm, they can do it. But yeah. there's something 100% about putting a comedian in that same character. And just they know how to time something. They're just Mm -hmm. their voices. I don't know the way they project themselves. It's they know how to make somebody laugh. Well, it's the training. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a ballet dancer. Yeah, it's a total skill. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot like music too, where it's just you hear it. Yeah, you just the musical person knows where the yeah. It's a complete craft like that. Well, and I think like, and this is definitely shit talking, but that's fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's why like a lot of you know because obviously we've got you know digital media and stuff now, and there's like there's like a lot of Vine stars and YouTube stars who they're trying to like make TV shows around, but they were funny, but because they could edit everything and obviously you can edit a comedian being in a show but it wasn't quite the same thing because they hadn't trained like on stage or you know trained a long time to be funny yeah that's so i saw like a lot of things i would go into interview for that like the show would kind of not work because they weren't quite like you know they didn't have that comedian background or something and it was like they were funny but only in this very specific Mm -hmm. kind of sense yeah you know and anyway that's just me talking shit on kids who never did open mics or whatever but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah stand up it's it's 
it's its own <laughs> yeah. thing and you have to have re- I mean I grew up my grand my grandfather was a comedy writer mm-hmm. so we I grew up like we lived above Sunset Strip and so like I grew up with Uncle Milty really was like on my Uncle Milton Burrow like like oh, wow. all those what? old comedians yeah <laughs> and so but those guys were like the stand up but it was like joke to joke to joke and mm-hmm. but so I have such a like a love for stand up comedians and I have to say like I listened to Amy Schumer's book. Like I love to do oh, books yeah. on tape, mm-hmm. like Audible. Yeah. And um, I loved her chapter on stand up. It gave me such like an amazing respect for it and just the craft of stand up. And like, and I've seen, you know, I've seen Adam do it. I've seen Chris Rock is like a genius oh. with yeah. his stand up. Like he sure. really is a pro with that. And I don't know. I just, I really respect the, that art. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's like a, a dancer to be able to go up and hold the attention for I'm an so hour. Sorry, for like an hour. But mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, intense. Yeah. It's real skill. <laughs> no, yeah. definitely. Yeah, people don't realize. Yeah, I think that's why, um, and acting is its own, obviously, skill in its own world. But I, I'm grateful to have stand-up because you have more control over, you know, it feels like a little more control over your fate or at least like what you get to do every night. Right. Uh, thank God, because I wouldn't know what to do without that. <laughs> Now, going away from someone who is not a comedian, you directed um, one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, a couple, but uh, yeah. I'll tell you right now, the what? only pickup line that has ever worked on me, <laughs> I was doing stand-up at a convention in Pennsylvania, and this uh-huh. guy came up to me, and he just goes, do you smoke weed? Do you want to watch Crossroads? I was like, well, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yes, I'll marry you. Exactly. Like, yeah. Do you know where I grew up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and do you want to have a bowl of cereal? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Get inside me now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah, what it was such an amazing experience. Yeah. Yeah. What was, so what was your impression of Brittany like before you started working on what was weird it was like I I had um I was really good friends with Ann Carley who's the main producer of it Ann worked for Jive which was the record company and so the mm-hmm. Britney and the record company paid for it and they hired Shonda Rhimes to she was like one of her first scripts to write it's her first feature to write the movie and um and I and Anne said, Tamara, will you are you interested? Do you want to make this movie? And I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I'm not I'm not a big I'm, I'm like, no. And mm-hmm. so she's like, well, would you go out and meet her? Would you want to go meet Brittany? And this was like Brittany was at the height. height I was going to say height, that height. was it was the like peak. the peak. Yeah, this is like, Oops, I did it again. Just came out. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. like, no, it was like maybe a little bit later. Like it was when she was with Justin. Oh it was God. like, the pep, yeah, <laughs> it was like it was big, big time. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like yeah I'll meet her like that sounds amazing and so I flew to Las Vegas and then I was supposed to be there like at her part at her hotel room at 10 in the morning or something so I knocked on the door and she opened the door like totally like a wreck with like a shirt like shorts and she's like she's like ah oh come on in I was hammered last night and I was like what and she was like and I was like who are you and I I immediately like bonded with her and felt she was like the coolest like super cool girl and then it was really interesting I stayed with her the whole day and I watched how she or how she was running the whole thing and she did it in this really like southern way of like being super kind and nice but nothing happened unless she said yes mm. and I was like wow she's like ruling this whole like running everything clothes it was like she was doing some MTV awards or some VA I don't know some big thing in Vegas where she was presenting or appearing I don't remember what it was and I watched how she picked her outfit and everybody the whole circus around her that day and I just was like I was totally amazed and then and then I had like some really good like alone time with her. And I was like, are you, why do you want to do this? Or will you, will you do the rehearsals? Are you, mm-hmm. how serious are you? And just like getting that commitment from her. And she was like, I have to do this. This is really important to me. Like as an artist, I really want to, you know, like she had, she was very specific about what she was doing, why she wanted to do it. And I was like, okay. I'll totally, I'm down to help you. Yeah. And so it was really, and it wasn't all about her. You know, we got in Taryn Manning and Zoe Saldano and Anson Mount. Like we really Mm -hmm. surrounded her with like really strong characters and really good actors. And I don't know, it was a, it was a really fun experience. It was, you know, it was like going to camp. Like we were surrounded with each other all day long for like 
you know, we did rehearsals. We like had chairs in the middle of the room and sitting down. It was like so fun. Yeah, it was great. It's amazing. Oh, had she, yeah. Did she know the, about the script, like what the script was she before? Very she much so. She was very like, she was very involved with what the story was, what she was trying to say in it. Yeah, it was, she was very involved. Yeah. And I've heard a rumor. You can finally tell me if this is true or not. <laughs> did she originally want to play the, the pregnant character? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Taryn's character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, I don't think so. Um, no, because I think that she went to Shonda and, you know, they hired Shonda and they were like, this is, she wants to do a movie. And a lot of it had to do with like breaking the thing that she was a virgin. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a movie. Oh, I want right. to present myself as like having sex. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I it's like, that that was and did she have that conversation a, with you? Oh, like, yeah. this is how it I want to break the news? Yeah. She was like, I'm trying to change this yeah. imagery. But at the same time, she still had that thing that she was a virgin. Like, and mm-hmm. I was like knocking on the door, waking her up with Justin in the morning. And like, I wasn't like, are you guys having sex? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, you just, I was like, well, maybe they're just, you know, I don't know. Maybe she's just putting gel in his yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. They're so yeah. sweet. They were like the. They were so professional. Like they all they did was like train, rehearse, extra. Like they were so driven. Yeah, it was amazing to see the two of them together at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. my wow. god. And that is. I mean, she premiered not a girl, not yet a woman in that movie. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that movie that was written for it. Like I remember oh doing that God. piano scene. It was like we, the yes. song hadn't been done yes. yet. We were just oh, doing the right. words. Really? Yeah. So the the song wasn't even done when you guys blocked no. that scene? No, uh-uh. no, It was like constantly. You know, it was like it was like a moving machine. Yeah. No, it was really fun. I really I had a great time working on it, and um, it was a good experience. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, mind gonna, is blown. We're going to uh, take a we'll break. Be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Barbara. I'm Tess. I'm here with Tamara Davis. Hello. And uh, we're going to ask you a few questions. Some, I think most of these are pretty, just answer them however you want. There's no, okay. there's no yeah. right answer. There's no right it's, answer. It's all Some good. of them are very stupid. Um, right. Who have you worked with that surprised you the most? Hmm. Gosh. Oh, man. I'd have to really think about that because I'm always like, amazed at what people are capable of doing um I don't know I mean I have to say like you know I know this is like random but there's like this one girl that I worked with that um she's she was really amazing she it was on a tv show where she had to be a dancer and act and she was so good and I just was so amazed that she was that committed to be to like really work so hard and um because she wasn't a dancer she, she had to wasn't train. a dancer so she had to wow. train so I think that's wow. always really interesting I don't know I'm always like amazed at like little things so it's hard for me to be like who came in and I mean, because I feel like there's like every day I'm impressed with what an actor will do or what, you know, what kind of things they'll come in with. And, um, well, yeah, you've worked with so many people, so it's a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always really affected by the last thing that I did, you know, like, so, you know, yeah, I'll like immediately go with like what, you know, Jason Ritter just did, or, you know, I don't know. I, I work on that show star with Lee Daniels and just, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm always really amazed at how talented people are and what you, and what it takes to bring out that talent. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's, and sometimes it's making that person feel confident and comfortable with giving it to you. Right. Yeah. Do you like to kind of like get to know the actors you're working with a little bit before you start a project so you can kind of gauge your directing style? Yeah. Oh, wait. What I was going to say, that girl's name is Logan Brown, and now she's Dear White People. She's the little oh, girl on TV. Oh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I worked with Logan on the show before that, and I was really yes. impressed with her. Yeah, so that's what first came to my mind. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, I do sometimes like to, to talk with, with the actors beforehand. I think there is something that's nice about that. Um, yeah, but, you're, but there's always, like, this little line of mystery. Like, um, I just worked on You're the Worst, and I'm such a fan oh, of Aya Cash. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I, like, got, you know, she came over here with her husband, and they we hung out. And the, But there's something about, like, her character on that show is so different than the person she plays. And that was really interesting to kind of, because I knew I was such a fan of the show before doing it, that, mm-hmm. like, she's actually, like, a totally nice, cool girl. Right. And the character <laughs> she plays is, like, a maniac. So, um that was amazing to me to, to, to that you're capable of playing somebody that's so opposite of the person you are. I can only do that if they have an accent. Otherwise, oh, I'm God. I'm so bad at <laughs> unless, unless there's an accent involved, I'm like, it's just me. <laughs> All of my accents are the, the please, sir. I want some more. That's the only And I have to say that just sentence. Going to Oliver. <laughs> yeah, that's how you have to get there, how you have to lock in. That's my Australian accent. That's my yeah. Jersey accent. That's hilarious. Um, that's awesome. Okay. Right. Next up. What part of your career would most impress 12-year-old you? Mm, I don't know. You know, I think there's something about that I did like those Hanson videos. That yeah. I like thought of them as like being like that was like awesome. Twelve-year-old me oh, was yeah, like you obsessed did, uh, with Mbop. Yeah. And, and where's, the, where's love? the love? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. those videos. They're fun. Oh yeah, Hanson still got still like, out I there doing like, thing. Twelve-year-old me was still very boy crazy. Like I really liked. I had like a collage of surf, you know, skateboard boys in my room. Like, and I loved music. And so I do have to say, like the other day on Mike's show, he had Tony Alva here, and Tony Alva was like one of my first boyfriends when I was like thirteen or fourteen years old. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I know, it was such a trip. And so they were they were like, and I took a picture of them and I was like, whoa. And so that, I feel like that was my 12-year-old me being like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that I ha- knew those, both those guys are like was, and then they're also meeting and having conversations. Yeah. That's a trip. Yeah. So you can be boy crazy and successful, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not, so, I mean, I do love men now and I work with so many men that are so handsome and I really get that now, but I have to say, and I, I my boys are really my love right now, yeah. but I have to say like, I'm so happy at this stage in my life that I'm so, I'm not interested in like right. that pursuit. And I have, you know, it's like, oh, I, I don't need to make more babies and I don't need a guy for, to provide a partnership whatever Mm -hmm. so it's kind of really freeing to be so like that question of like oh are you dating or who are you seeing like i'm so that's the i'm so not interested in that topic that's kind of fun that must be nice nice and freeing it's like whoa like that because i was with my husband for 25 years and then he and i have separated and i think that was like the first thing that came into my mind of like you know, people were like, oh, don't worry, you'll find somebody else. And so then I never had that thought when you look at somebody, you're like, maybe that's the guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, that's probably how everybody looks at other people. Like when you're single, oh, like yeah. everybody that gets in the wow. elevator is like that, maybe that could be the guy. And I like, I've went my whole life without that thought. And I have to say that that thought is actually not a good thought. Yeah. I don't no. like that thought. It's torturous, I didn't, right? It was torturous. Yeah. Oh, I was like, it's too much space. Oh, it takes too much of it's your time. Too much and I was yeah. like, it's just weird. And then you're judging people and you're like, ju- nope, yes. But you realize that that's, pro- that's how people look at other people. Like, it's like, is that person, would I be with that person? And you're like, wow, that's such a weird place to be. And I was so happy that I was so free from that. And I like the idea of being free from that. It's, that's, I, yeah. I don't like that feeling. I know yeah. I used to have a joke about, cause I would always, when I was single, I'm like, I don't have time for a boyfriend, but what did I spend all my time doing? Did this fucker text me back? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's too much work. Just, yeah. yeah. It's not, that's when being in a relationship is nice that you don't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah. You just have to make sure they're benefit. eating their vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you would want, are you, so are you just yeah. like, are you open to if something happens or are you just like, I don't want to worry about it at all? I think that I, in the right now, the way my schedule is, it's so crazy. And I really do like putting a focus on my career and I have a focus on my children yeah. and the guy would be the third thing on the list. Mm-hmm. And I feel like As that's, they should be. 
<laughs> like, that's never a good place to be. And, and I do really love the idea that, about romance. And when you are with somebody, you really do like have this amazing thing that they become the mm-hmm. main thing. And, um, I just, but I don't, I don't have time for that right now. Like I'm really happy with thinking about my career and thinking about my kids and mm-hmm. think, I don't know, thinking about myself and there's something really nice about that. Yeah, definitely. such a crazy, busy, prolific, impressive career. Is that something that you felt a strain in earlier in your life or at different times in your life? I feel like in a, I don't know, but I do feel like that even though I was married through my whole career, I feel like, and it's the way it should be, should be that I put that first, you know, my, you know, I put my husband first, I put your family first. And I feel like that's what women do. They do put their family first and they're that, that whatever decisions I made, they made them with knowing that like that in mind. And, and also as a woman, I did always, my husband was always upfront, Mm -hmm. you know, and I had a husband that was like, you know, whatever, Mr. My, you know, whatever upfront Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. And I, and I really love that. I totally was happy with that, but it is really nice now not having that, that I don't, I'm feel a little bit less in the shadow of that, which is totally fine. And I loved that time in my life, but I do realize that that has an impact on you right. as a person. Of course. Definitely. And now you get yeah. to enter a different chapter yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and have it be yeah. your own thing. And that yeah. must be really refreshing. Yeah. And I feel like there's something nice about life that we have enough time here. If you keep yourself healthy, that you can yeah. have these different experiences and that's not the way your whole life is going to be for your whole life. It's like, these are different phases. Different phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm excited about that. And I guess it's kind of hard to even appreciate having that space if there was a time where you didn't have that space. So it kind yeah. of each has, like each phase kind of has its function. Yeah. And how you have to be happy at that time in that moment and be appreciative, you know, be grateful and appreciative in that time mm-hmm. and not be like, well, I'm only going to be happy once this happens. Once I get to this, then I'll be happy. Yeah. You got to find a present, <laughs> something yeah. to ground you in the present if yeah. you're chasing the yeah. future yeah, always. You'll never, be, you'll never get there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Have you always been pretty good at not letting um, stuff with like careers and dudes and stuff determine your happiness? Are you pretty good at? Well, I feel like in a weird that? way that, yeah, that once like I was married the first time with a painter and artist and that was really like, I learned so much in that time and became like started my first stuff. And then I was with Mike now for 25 years. And so I feel like that I did, I, I, you know, I made decisions, but it was like, I don't know. I feel like that I was gratefully with somebody that was supportive of my career and didn't feel threatened about my career, but, and, and like kind of realized that it's like, oh, you're, when we had kids and so it's like, you're working and I'm working, but, um, I don't know. I think that that also was made it possible and that, and that he had, he had enough confidence in his career that he was able to let me have my career, Mm. but, but yeah. What? So you, okay. Yeah. You guys, it was 25 years. So you got married like the. What point were they at? The they had just were... I, when I met them, they had just done. They did license to ill and that whole record, and they were about to do their new record. So they were talking to producers, and I had this really strong relationship with this guy Matt Dyke, and Matt Dyke because I did um, Young MC Bust a Move and Tone mm-hmm. Loke Wild Thing and Funky Cole Medina and like <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like I directed all those videos. No big deal. He had produced those songs, and so they were hiring this guy Matt Dyke and the Dust Brothers to produce Paul's Boutique. Right. And so that's when I first met Mike, is because I went to New York with Matt. I see. Yeah. Yeah, and I was staying in Jean-Michel's apartment with Matt because Matt and Jean-Michel and I we were all friends. And, yeah, so then that's when I first met Mike. And, uh, yeah, that they were he making was, Paul's Boutique. They were just about right. to start <laughs> making Paul's Boutique. So they hadn't written it yet. No. Amazing. Uh-uh. So I was with them. And so then when they moved out to L.A. to write it, like, I was helping them. Yeah, that was, like, when Mike and I first started dating. Was he, like, batting around ideas with you? Like, oh, yeah. Up? I was the whole time we were there, but their whole thing was amazing. Like I am so blessed that I got to be like around in those days and how they, they just created a funny, crazy, they were like comedians. They just created Mm -hmm. this crazy world that they all really, they all lived together in this one house when they were doing Paul's boutique. And, um, it was all a big joke. 
Like, and you know, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, who can make each other laugh? Like that yeah. was their whole yeah. thing is, is, and that's why hardly anything ever got done. And it took forever to do <laughs> anything I feel because like they like, were just joking around the whole I feel time. Like, yeah. If, yeah. If like Adam Yauk hadn't been there, probably nothing would have happened. Right. Exactly. He was, like, that's, why, yeah. <laughs> that's why it'll never happen after him. Right. And, right. Yeah. You know, and Mike and Adam do separate things and they are writing a book. Like it's almost oh, done. Cool. Yeah. So it's awesome. been a lot of work for the two of them, but that was like, Yauk was really the person that focused and got things done. Yeah, I, I, that was one of my favorite things about them is their sense of humor. It's something I took as a Crazy. comedian, too, because they never took anything seriously. Their interviews are always that ridiculous. Make no sense, the interviews. Yeah, and yeah. I, I admire that a lot, especially nowadays when everything's so serious. It's yeah. just like, yeah, just make fun of it. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to be too, yeah. too up your butt about anything. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool that you got to see that. And, yeah. That's so great. All right. When do you treat yourself? Like, when do you give yourself a present? Like, (laughs) honestly, often. Because I ask myself that question often. Mm -hmm. What would be the best thing that you want to do right now? Like, because, you know, I work really hard. Like, you'll do a TV show and you work, like, 14 hours and you get home and you have maybe, like... So, uh, like, I really would be like, I want to eat the best food. I don't, I don't compromise. I want like the best chef or the best cool, Mm -hmm. like whatever little thing I want to eat the best food. I want to, I love getting massages. I love, like, I do that often. You know, even if it's like, there's like, you can get like a foot massage for $35 at some of these weird little foot places. And I'm like, (laughs) I love that. You know, to me, like, yeah, do it. Feeling good (laughs) like that is great. Or just even going for a walk and, you know, I, I was in Atlanta. I looked in the maps and I was like, where to see the leaves change in the fall. And I'll like, just drive up to the mountains by myself and go for a hike and do a five mile loop around a lake. And, and to me, that's treating myself. It's what do you really want to do? Like quick, you have an hour, you have like 24 hours to live. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to, what are you going to do? Yeah. I ask, I spend my whole life asking that oh, question. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. That's what's so, I feel like it's so rewarding about work, working in production too, is you do, the hours are so crazy, but then you get a break. Yeah, you get so like, like some time off. Intense. Yeah. And that's why like, you know, going to Bali, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm psyched to, those are parrots. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, there's there's like Malibu a, parrots. Yeah, there's a flock of Malibu <laughs> parrots that are loose and you'll see them, they're beautiful. But there's like of about, course, of yeah, course, even the birds are prettier yeah. out here. Yeah, we've got grackles on the east yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, like a total crow <laughs> raven things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's, um, I've, I know like, I, like after I'll write, spend a lot of time writing something or after uh-huh. I go on a long run, I love like that beer or that, yeah. like nothing feels yeah. as good as like a rest <sighs> after you've worked your fucking ass. Off. Yeah, like to relax mm-hmm. and take a jacuzzi and or just see something beautiful. On, even like seeing like a girlfriend or a family, like yeah. all those things are huge, huge to me. Yeah, I just went on a long walk with one of my best friends and just hearing that, you know, listening to each other. And that's mm-hmm. it's so important. Well, especially what we do, it's like we give so much of ourselves that you need to be able to like refill that yeah. within yourself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I give a lot, but I just feel so like so many people give a lot. Like I'm just amazed at the crews and how, like how hard they work. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. What's uh you're vegetarian too, right? You know, I've gone through weird eating things. I was a vegetarian forever. Then I started eating fish when I was like trying to be pregnant in my late thirties, early forties. So mm-hmm. like I was, the doctors were like, your embryos, you've got to strengthen them. You need omega three salmon, whatever. So I started eating fish And then I raised my kids pretty vegetarian, like pretty much up until I was like, you have to choose it for yourself, you know, so that you'll, this, this is a choice for yourself. And then, um, but I do have to say that I, but I started to like really second guess giving them things that were so processed that looked like chicken instead of actually just buying like a piece of organically grown, like free, whatever, like a well-produced piece of chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, st- I started letting them have that. And then, and then for, I have to say like, then for myself, when Mike and I separated, I was in Texas and everybody we went to one of those barbecue places and yeah. they pulled all the ribs on the table. <laughs> really? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to have a rib. <laughs> like, yeah. yes. I'm like, if there's these ribs on the table and I'm in Austin, Texas, I'm going to eat one of these ribs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did your Get body you. know, like react yeah. weirdly? Or no, was it just like, no, fine. it's totally fine. <laughs> That's so crazy. like, I, so I'm more in this feeling now that if there's some 
like amazing thing about life that's to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I really want to like, and it yeah. doesn't hurt anybody. Yes, you could say it hurts an animal or something, but um, I try to also be really conscious of it. I'm not just like going to, you know, whatever bad place that you go to to eat processed something. No, yeah. Or yeah. 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 Exactly. It's all just being present and it, yeah. yeah. And appreciative. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it every day, but it's like if you do have this yeah. special experience. Yeah. That, that is a hard, yeah. I, I, we have a friend who's vegan who's pregnant. And I asked her, I was like, oh, are you going to, you know, what are you going to do? And she was just like, well, I mean, I don't know because it's hard. I don't eat, you know, meat, but I don't, they have to make their own choice. But obviously I'm raising them. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to feed them, yeah, vegetarian until then yeah. it's their choice. But. Yeah. Yeah, my boys did really good with it. Like, they're super strong and, you know, really solid. They never got sick. Um, and, but I don't know, like, but I did feel like there what be, there became a time that I was like, they have to make these choices. And am I really giving them the most healthy choice by giving them this weird little processed chicken nugget thing? Ooh, that, I love those. Those I are know. really good. <laughs> so I think they're making them better now. This yeah. was like, yes. you know, yeah. maybe, you know, seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, everything's like, we had the it Impossible started. Burger recently. It was like the Yes, beef, how the was fake. that? It's really good. Is it good? Well, what did you think? As a it was too fleshy for my taste. Yeah, it feels like yeah. really I thought yeah. it was a little too accurate. They liked it better than I did, I think. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I could still tell it wasn't a real burger, but it, it yeah. was like... It's weird. I like it. Yeah. I also have an umami problem. So that's oh, just yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. I would what, rather you just like have umami or you don't dislike, like it? Dislike, dislike it. Huh. I don't believe that a burger should come a la carte. I, okay. I believe that mm. all burgers should be served with a side. <laughs> that just, to me, is just the rule for burgers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Do you like the actual yeah. patty? Because I think their patties are bomb. <laughs> People, I mean, yeah. I'd rather just I'm have I'm so happy bean. we have so many but, choices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> We're so lucky. That's great. Just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind no, of for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing about being a vegetarian. Two people are like, oh my God, do you have nothing to eat? How do you do it? I'm like, I don't look at it as being deprived. I look at it as I'm fortunate enough to live in a country where I have so many, I have the ability yes. to be vegetarian. Yeah, and like it's, it's not, easier to cut out some options. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 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 No, and that, that's a choice for you. And I think that, yeah, to be able to live in a place where that's an a good choice. Like, yeah, where we're staying in Bali, it's so easy to be vegetarian there. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, there's, I don't know. So like if you can live in that community or having a garden. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it is a lot of work to be a vegetarian. Like you really have to cook and, you know, and yeah. keep up. You can't just have like French fries and I mean, I, I mean, you can, but you still advise. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. my yeah. bad call. <laughs> Peanut butter wish. sandwiches yeah. and French fries. Yeah, no. but be careful. I mean, yeah. I like, I think cooking helps too with your relationship with food and just staying present with it. Because oh, yeah. of course, if you've seen the whole process of like, this was a whole vegetable and then I'm the one who chopped it and did all that. Like it, I think it really does help improve your connection with your food. Totally. And also, yeah, I got into a big cooking thing when I was with, I had just the kids and I was like trying to be a filmmaker. And so I started making cooking shows with them. They're very bizarre. They're called Tamara Davis cooking show uh-huh. and um and i have to say like there's something that's very good about that and feeding your kids healthy food and sitting them on the counter and cooking with mm-hmm. them and i love that time in my life and there's also something really positive when you serve somebody something mm-hmm. and they like it yeah. yeah you get dopamine and endomorphins it just goes shoop into mm-hmm. your bloodstream so there's that so it makes you feel good doing it people mm-hmm. are like oh this tastes so good you just got like a hit of drugs Yes. Yeah, totally. I and think- that's beautiful to be like, that's your drug. That's amazing. Like, that's a great connection because you're making somebody happy with, and that in doing so, it just gave you happiness. Mm-hmm. I totally. will say as a mediocre cook, it's not good because, <laughs> no, that's not, it's like, that's bad for you. Yeah. yeah so you have stage fright every time. I'm constantly <laughs> serving people and being like, all right. This is <laughs> yeah. You've made some good food for me, but I have seen that look on your face. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, how about this? Yeah, but well, I think that's what's it. good about recipes. Like recipes are like a map. You know, it's like it's mm-hmm. so nice that you have a guide on how to get there. And um, yeah, so and if you give somebody a recipe that's like guaranteed, if you follow those directions, you're going to arrive at that place. But I'm too impatient. Yeah. Recipes. <laughs> I know, but recipes. It's like the same thing. It's like if can you build a cabinet from IKEA? Can mm-hmm. you follow right, directions? Right. It's yeah. like a recipe is the same thing. Mm-hmm. If they Science. had recipes like a Lego thing i'd probably be better at it but i'm just like what well, i gotta they, fuck. Do. they do they literally exactly like a lego thing it's not like each page has 
the connect has the like the diagram. Oh, you mean like like call the capers part B? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you one of the cookbooks I wrote. It's like a Lego book. Oh, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I think that it needs to be simple and it, and we and we as a culture need to teach kids more how to cook like yeah you know make food sure. real to them yeah, so yeah. not just consuming yeah like I tried to come up with like a home ex pro- program even because I was like man that's so important like when you yeah. go off to college to be able to know how to make like pasta or beans yeah. or soup or like just anything just something. something I mean anything. Yeah. yeah my dad always said he's like if you know how to cook you'll never starve yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yes. that's like a very. Like, I mean, I certain... would, I would just eat Doritos, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember making a, a soft pretzel co- a coil pot in my home at class so senior Sweet. year. What the I hell is that? I just instead of making it into a pretzel, I made it into a coil pot, oh, and then I just oh, put oh. a bunch of mustard in the middle of it. Oh, that sounds yeah. delicious! Yeah. Pretzel cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very smug about it. <laughs> yeah, I travel with a suitcase. It's cool. It's brown, and it um, and inside it, it has like a portable kitchen. So because a lot of times what? I'm living nice. in hotel rooms. And it has like a little hot plate that you can <laughs> that is cook genius. in, or you can fry an egg, but you can also make oatmeal. Oh, and I want to have see like that. my That's coffee. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. Oh my god, we've got to get one of these. Yes. That's brilliant. No, you have to That's put together amazing. your own little kit, and I have a yoga mat in there. You know, I have like That's all my cool. little things, so I just can show up with that little suitcase. And, oh my god, you are like you're my, living. You're, you're doing it. Correctly. I thought I was the shit because I travel with a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a while to fry an egg on that. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> so funny. But no, like sometimes I'm like three. I just spent this time. They I had a little kitchen in the hotel room I was in, but I spent like three and a half, four weeks in a, in a hotel room with, that didn't have a kitchen other than like a yeah. mini refrigerator. But, yeah, so you're I was like, like you have to be able to out. survive. Yeah, and I can't eat out all the time. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. I mean, these are these are life hacks. These are great these are life hacks. hacks. Yeah, 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 yeah for uh, sure. We're, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back. Tess. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. And we're here with Tamara. And uh, you want to help us give some advice? Okay, totally. To some ladies. (laughs) We've got lots of that. (laughs) If you have a lady problem, write to us at ladytolady at maximumfun.org. Here we go. This is called, Should I Have a Wedding? Mm. Hello! Ladies, I have a lady problem. I was suffering from post-election, the world is over, nothing has, consequ- has consequences, <laughs> fuck last year. And for New Year's, my boyfriend and I decided it would be fun to fill a kiddie pool with margaritas and take a long bath. Yes, I'll attach a pic. I'll show you guys later. He sounds like uh, a winner. Yeah. Like yeah. Wait, they're sitting in the margarita? No, you're kind of... in a kiddie pool kiddie drinking pool. margaritas. That sounds oh, really fun. Yeah. 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 I thought it was like naked in a thing of margarita. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, that, that, that's just a, a nice, a nice visual. We're very distracted okay. by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice visual for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I think we were drunk for two whole days and somehow managed to get married in a Starbucks. Yes, I'll also attach a pic. Oh this is a great person. I love you already. <laughs> yeah. We're both 25, dating for one year, married for 10 months. I am of a highly spontaneous nature, and this string of events came as no surprise to my family and friends, <laughs> so who are cute. great and supportive and are letting me ride this one out. So far, he's been amazing. My life is so much better than it ever was, and I'm so grateful that we're both so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the problem, he wants a wedding, and I don't. We live in mm. Portland, Oregon. My family is in Michigan, and his is in North Carolina. Where would we even have it? I'm also embarrassed of who I'd invite. He has friends <laughs> from all over the country, and I'm more of a two best friends is already a lot type of person. I come from a loud, young, divorced, huge, dysfunctional family. He has older parents and a few old relatives who wear khakis and button downs and don't do keg stands at Christmas. <laughs> I enjoy all of the people in both of our lives, and I don't think they'd mesh well. I've also never had wedding fantasies. The planning is daunting. The cost is crazy. The stress doesn't seem worth it. I feel like we've gotten so lucky with how well this insane marriage is working out. I don't want to put any more pressure on it. Our families and my husband want a wedding. I feel bad denying him what is, hopefully, his only shot at a wedding, but I'd be miserable. Am I being selfish? Mm. Should I tell him to ask me again when we've made it five years? Should we save up and travel somewhere no guests could come to? Thanks, guys. 
Ooh, well, I mean, congrats on a cool first Starbucks yeah. wedding. You guys sound adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is her guy in the margarita. Margaritas. Kitty pool full margaritas. But why do they want to drink margaritas when that's your body's really like gross. mixing with it's like cute. sweaty Good body? I mean, I guess that's sex, right? You're gonna lick it. Oh anyway. yeah, you're gonna lick it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Wait, is this the, that's their Starbucks. their Starbucks oh, wedding. They didn't mention they got married on Santa's lap in Starbucks. What funny. Starbucks has a Santa? I've got okay. I have yeah, a question. We have so many questions. Um, <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel what's so sad is like listening to her thing. If you really listen to her, she really doesn't want to get married. Yeah, so well, she doesn't like want a wedding. She doesn't want to get. She yeah, she's already got married, yeah. but she doesn't mm-hmm. want a wedding. And but it sounds like he does. So now you have the he does and she doesn't. Yeah. And there's something about like I have to say when I think about I've been married twice and I hopefully one day we'll get married again. You know, let's see. I'm totally open, but mm-hmm. we can have three, four marriages. Who yeah. knows? But I like when I think back in my memory, you remember that day. You remember like the first marriage I got. I got married in Vegas and I wore like it was like during that. It was like, I don't know. It was Maybe it was in the, I forget even the years, like late 80s. And I was wearing like a corset, like Madonna style white. Oh and I God. had like Hell a yeah. lace skirt. But then it was so embarrassing. I forgot my underwear. And like, <laughs> and I totally looked like I was getting, it was like obscene. And I was like, but there was hard, there was nobody there. It was just like my husband and myself uh-huh. and my two best friends. And, but I was like, I will remember that day forever because it was like horrifying, but hilarious. And that was just that moment. And then I remember my, you know, the marriage with Mike. And so I feel like there's something about that event where if you can put yourself in a place where you want to cement that memory of whether you're standing on a cliff, looking at the ocean and you Mm -hmm. give your vows or you're at a friend's house or you're in a cool building or you're in a somebody's backyard or mm-hmm. what or in the mountains on that, whatever that moment is, you can have control of that moment and sear that memory into your head about like, and that, and create that as your thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause she seems like a really fun, extreme person. So if she can come up with an image of how she can see herself in that moment, mm-hmm. yeah, have that moment because that moment's actually kind of fun and mm-hmm. it's memorable. And if it's done in the right spirit, it could be, it's, it's kind of nice to think about that like 10, 20, 30 years later and be like, oh, I remember that time. That was crazy. That was fun. So I don't know. Yeah. I, so yeah. She can get sense. herself there. Do you think she can do that in the space of this big event where all the families are and just kind of focus on her and her husband? I don't know I if it has like, to be a big event. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like don't worry about that. Like let yeah. those people do what they're going to do. Think of, because you don't remember any of that. I don't even remember what parents or family I had there. I remember my moments, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like getting ready with my sister and my, or my friend taking pictures of us or, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Like I, the, I have my memories from that, those times, not, um, I'm not worried about, you know, Dorothy or, you know, aunt, so yeah. Whatever. Never worry about a Dorothy. Yes. They've got yeah. it. So <laughs> yeah, let them, those people can do their thing. Put your, do your own fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, you, wow, I would see myself standing on this moment. Yeah. You know, and Maybe be like, that's, that's a compromise with him where yeah. it's like, like, yeah, I would do want to do this, but this is my exact vision. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. we, can pull, we can pull this off. That sounds fun to me. Like yeah. I, I could put, I could see myself in that situation. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I know I, I totally relate to this anxiety of having the different people because I am the same way. Like I'm a very like, I guess, empathetic person where like I can feel when other people are uncomfortable. So yeah. it stresses me out to have friends that might not get along in one place and maybe let go of that. Yeah. Let go. Let yeah. go. Because you can never control That's other never people yeah. and other people's feelings and emotion. How can you be in control of that? Right. Mm-hmm. So just think about it for yourself and also for your man and like what's mm-hmm. a fun thing, what symbolizes what's important to you guys and, you know, create that moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Like she said, she was like worried about not having enough people to invite. But that's even better because then you don't have to yeah. fucking care about less people. Yeah. 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 Like I said, we, we had two people. We had right. his yeah. best friend and my best friend. Exactly. Like, that's all. That makes a wedding. Is there a place you guys have always wanted to go and you want like yeah. help paying for it? Throw a wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, do 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 things that are special to you. I've been, we've been to so many weddings now where it's like they're all so individual. Like I yeah. haven't, they're all 
you can feel the couples in yeah, my favorite that's wedding. that's the best mm-hmm. weddings. And that's yeah. becoming more and more of a thing. It's like, yeah, nobody Corey, expects yeah. you to go in a church and walk down an aisle anymore. Like you uh-uh. could have it at your friend's house or your own house or, mm-hmm. yeah, my last wedding was at our old house in our mm-hmm. backyard, you know, in our living room. Yeah. I walked down the staircase. It was Aww. like, you know, <laughs> and totally. you have your family there. I don't know. And then we had like a bigger party later where everybody was invited. So it was like the ceremony was like a small thing. Mm-hmm. And then we had like a big dinner party whatever as someone who has a terrible memory i like this advice a lot to create Uh this very specific one specific thing yeah Yeah. and because that's all you're going to remember five ten fifteen years later is Mm -hmm. that flash of like oh yeah that was fun you know that one moment you're not going to remember if so-and-so didn't get along or who was your friend Mm -hmm. yeah maybe your vows are a choreographed dance you guys come up with together like come up with something something that's so fun just for you guys and they seem fun fun factor so fun should be your guiding principle here yeah for sure i will say invite that santa who was at your wedding he looks like a good marriage to the wedding yeah I mean, have fun with it. Maybe like the the invitations are just like wedding to electric boogaloo or whatever. Like, you know, just have like the whole thing is just a fun time. Yeah. 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 She sounds like she's, I, I'm not worried about her having fun. I guess it's more just, yeah. If like, yeah, yeah if she can put, if she can put herself there. Yeah. yeah. She sounds like she doesn't like it, but she just has to make sure she yeah. doesn't do that, that she doesn't like. She doesn't like what that was. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and maybe, I love that of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about like what, don't you like what? What is it about weddings that turns you off? Yeah, and make that list that. in your head. Yeah. I mean, does don't she do have it. to invite? I mean, because I think it seems like the husband wants kind of the more Tra- wedding. The more he wants the family and the more traditional, which is well, you know that matters a lot to parents and stuff. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it's also that, like do it right. for your parents a yeah. little bit. Yeah, they, they're dying for it. I get it. It's like there are so few hallmark moments that we have in life, like events. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I understand the parents wanting it, and yeah. you know, it, so yeah, These are the things are passages. They're yeah. important. Yeah. Here's a wait. How about what about this for like a uh, in between? They take picture. They make it a small wedding, but they take pictures of everybody who can't be there, and they do like a Sergeant Pepper style backdrop. <laughs> there you go. That'd where be they, fun. It looks like everyone is there, but yeah. it's really only like four people. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's fun. <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's just a little suggestion for an in between. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a great wedding planner. Please hire have, me. Have wax figures made yeah. of yeah. all the Madame relatives Tussauds. that you don't. Yeah, Madame yeah. Tussauds can come down. Get some leftover celebrity wax figures. Get married in a Madame Tussauds <laughs> next to a bad Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah, yeah. That could actually be kind of funny. <laughs> be yeah. good, like good photo booths all over the place for all your guests. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. There you go. Yeah, Just I mean a few. My suggestions for you. Yeah. But yeah. I think you I, I think I think you can pull it off. Just just don't compromise too much. Remember to have fun and it's mm-hmm. about you and your man. Fuck yeah. everyone else. Yeah. That's what's hopefully gonna last, you and yeah. your man. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like people I think are getting better about not taking it personally if you're not invited to a wedding and don't let money stress you guys out if it needs to be a super small wedding do potluck do potluck yeah people love potluck seriously yeah. it's like everybody likes to contribute so mm-hmm. i think potlucks are kind of fun unless Nobody's it's me and then i'm watching you eat my food and <laughs> <laughs> then you got a bunch of people being scared about what their food tastes like yeah no, i think that's that's really nice I love yeah. the community of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and send us send us photos of what or doesn't happen. Oh my God, please. Yes. Yeah. And that margarita bath, I'm still. Okay. Yeah. It's Maybe very sticky. I just lo- I love that we went the most absurd place and we were like, it's there's no way. I'm it's like, that. no way. I thought it was. Why? Was she, she said we filled a bathtub with margaritas. So. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I just I do hope it's like. I don't want them to have been scooping from the bath, but I kind of do. They were, also. I think. I think they, they were, were at a certain point. She Whatever. said they were drunk for two days. I'm pretty sure they were for sure scooping. <laughs> yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Two there was a straw situation. Yeah, yeah. I think there's Definitely. a straw situation <laughs> into the water. But I'm also maybe. like, I have to make the margarita. I don't want margarita mix. So. Absolutely yeah. not. Oh, so for that's sure. so sticky. That corn syrup shit. I know, but if you're st- that's so sticky. In your hoo-ha? No, it was, yeah. it was really sticky, obviously. It was yeah. a sticky situation. <laughs> no question. Really no question about it. Okay. I mean, I think you guys know what your wedding cocktail is. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. a giant You have to sit in it. It's a little soup, soupy <laughs> yeah. with you first, your yeah. flavor. It's your wedding soup. That's yeah. like your signature <laughs> soup. And also, it's probably like not only that corn syrupy, sugary shit, but very much room temperature or higher. Yeah, there's not a lot of oh, ice Oh, yeah, you don't want there to be ice. No, it wasn't a lot of ice. No. no. Ew, wow. room temperature. I already hate tequila. This is making me very upset. I want to take a champagne bath. I feel like that would exfoliate nicely. That'd be nice. Yeah. 
Well, Tamara, thanks for doing oh, the show. You're so welcome. Thanks for coming out here. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, it's so absolutely. nice to meet you guys. I love yeah, meeting new talented people. Look at that. Girls supporting <laughs> each other. Aw, thank you. Is there anything like specific you have coming out that you want to promote or anything or just... No, I mean, I just, I'm so, I love, I don't, I mean, I just keep working on doing, right now I've been doing television and I love the shows I've been working on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, when is this going to air? I think oh, two, like weeks, two weeks, weeks or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, what do I, I just did an episode of Starly Daniel's show and that comes out in, I think, two weeks, not this Wednesday, but a week from Wednesday. And then um, I just did Kevin Probably Saves the World and that'll come out near near christmas awesome that's yeah, great and uh, enjoy her um iconic catalog of work yes. <laughs> and make some of your own yeah. we need the more voices we need more girls out there absolutely yeah hell yeah all, all right, right guys. All right, guys we'll see you next week bye. bye bye can't get enough of us subscribe to our patreon for exclusive bonus content access to our first 100 episodes and more go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up as little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.